Welcome to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. In this episode, we're going to talk about knowing when to compete and knowing when you're training at an event. And we're going to use an example of when I was just in Texas for the World Extreme Cowboy Racing Finals. I competed in both the Futurity and the Mustang race. I had my little horse, Shiny, who did the Futurity. And then I also did the Mustang race with Elon, which was really exciting to take him all the way down to Texas and to compete down there. Now, to lay the foundation for what was going on and how this all came to be, is we all know I train Mustangs, and Elon was my horse for the Maryland Mustang Challenge, where he was champion there. And he was wild at the start of the year. He was only captured from the wild in February when they did a, a roundup because of the um, the drought that was going on there, and the horses were uh, not getting enough to eat and drink. And so he was uh, rounded up as part of that. And he didn't come to me until mid-June where he started his gentling process and uh, didn't start his under saddle training until August. And the world finals in Texas, they are the first week of November. So when you do the math, you realize he only had a few months of training, including the whole gentling process. And of course, during that time, I had a baby as well, my 10 and a half pound chonk, as we call her, who I had in mid-July. So we didn't have a whole lot of training time. And I did this Mustang race for Extreme Cowboy back in 2019 with my Mustang Kaibu. And Kaibu came home reserve champion at the world competition by just half a point. So I was pretty excited to come down and try to uh, make up that half point difference and, and do a lot better. Now, when I competed in 2019 and also when I signed up and registered for the class for this year, the rule was that it was for Mustangs that were adopted after April 1st of the current year. So it was intended to be a competition for green or inexperienced Mustangs. And Extreme Cowboy Racing is a competition where the sky is the limit in terms of obstacles. You never know what you're going to get asked to do, whether it's back through, side passes, performance moves like spins and rollbacks, having to rope something, um, be able to move a cow, all of these different things. You never know what you're going to get asked to do, but there are different grades of obstacles. So all of the obstacles have a level of difficulty rating on them. And when they have a competition that's geared towards a futurity horse or a more inexperienced class, then it's a lower level of difficulty obstacle just to help it be successful for the horses and the riders. So I was expecting when I came down for the Mustang class to be competing against a bunch of other green Mustangs and that we would, uh, you know, compete on these different obstacles together and it would all be, you know, a, a competition based on these green horses. Now, when I got down to the competition, it wasn't until competition day that I'm doing the walkthrough. So before the competition starts, just like how for a jumper class, or an eventing class, you would be able to walk the course. It's the same for extreme cowboy racing, uh, but you actually walk the course with the judge and they they just kind of spell out what they expect at each, each obstacle because everything's so different and not, nothing standardized. It's not like, oh, jump this fence and then jump that fence and it's pretty straightforward. You just got to go over the fence. 
it's like, okay, at this obstacle, I want you to do a circle on the inside and then a circle on the outside, or I want you to pick up this in your left hand and put it over here, or I want you to come over to this spinny thing and twirl it, and it's got rocks inside of it that are going to make some noise. So you need a bit more instruction and guidance than what you would do at, um, you know, a different type of discipline for a different type of course, not, not as easy and straightforward. So we were doing the walkthrough and I realized, oh, like I'm competing against seasoned horses. And, uh, when I looked up the rules, sure enough, they had changed after I had already entered and I hadn't bothered to go back and reread them because I didn't expect them to change. And so the competition was actually open to Mustangs of any adoption year. So there were some horses there that had already been competing and winning in extreme cowboy or other trail type competitions and Elon was still living wild. So it became pretty obvious to me after watching some of these other Mustangs go with their um, with their riders that it just wasn't going to be possible for Elon and I to be competitive. It wasn't going to be realistic. I would have to push him way too hard beyond his level of comfort and confidence so some of these partnerships like um, there's this guy Roberto with his black mare and they were phenomenal they've been together seven years and they were so smooth and so fast remember extreme cowboy racing is a race and you get bonus marks for how fast you go but it also makes your obstacles cleaner and smoother and so you often score better too but just the performance moves that a horse can have, even even the difference between one year under saddle versus a couple months, the difference that it makes in terms of the horse's agility is significant. So even if I think of Alicia, Alicia, when I was training for the 2020 makeover, we were doing all of our bridalist tasks. We were confident in doing things with the obstacles and tarps and stuff like that. But we didn't have our collected canter that we did when we went in 2021 because she just had an extra year of fitness and balance and coordination. So we were actually able to do a half canter pirouette that was bridalist as part of our freestyle routine. And we wouldn't have been able to do that in the 2020 year if everything had run according to plan because she just wouldn't have had that fitness and balance yet. So these horses that have been under saddle for just that even few extra months, they were able to canter these super tight pirouette style circles. Their rollbacks were really good. They were able to stop and really turn on those haunches and had really good spins. And just the way they carried themselves too was really, really um, polished, very smooth and very, very um, straight lines and nice circles. Just a lot of it was... um, really smooth, really polished, really fast. And so I realized, okay, for Elon with where he's at in his training, you know, he's, he's a cool little dude and he was able to do all the obstacles, but realistically, I'm not going to be able to be as fast as them because we're just not going to be as smooth. And we're, we also don't have the, the tightness of their circles and things like that. We just wouldn't be able to do all of those pieces. So I made the decision that I was going to focus on training Elon during the competition instead of trying to go for the win. Because to go for the win, I would have to push him to a point where I think I might, I could have scared him. Like I could have made it an anxiety provoking competition for him because it would have just been too far out of his reach. He wasn't prepared enough. Which for me was a really humbling experience because normally when I come down to these really big caliber events, 
I'm overprepared and I'm and my horses are really ready and I do a lot to set them up for success. So it was very humbling and very different for me to come down to an event of this size, this caliber, and realize how underprepared my horse was and felt like he didn't belong and he, he shouldn't have been there for that competition because it was no longer geared to his level, which was a little bit upsetting to be honest because you know, I came a long way down from Canada to Texas and then I get there and realize that my little Mustang who entered a green Mustang competition when I first entered was now going to be against all of these seasoned horses. It was, it was a little bit upsetting because I was hoping to show off how well he was doing and it ended up being the fact that we were going to be in the bottom and, uh, that's just not how I like to do things. I want to go and show people how awesome my horses are and so it was a little bit of a bummer to realize okay this is actually going to be a training opportunity but what's important is to realize when it becomes a training opportunity for your horse and you're not pushing you don't get so excited about the competition to the point that you're willing to sacrifice your horse's confidence for the sake of that ribbon and so when I went into the competition the first round of the competition he was very scared. He was scared of the judges' booths because they sit very up high in those kind of like um, the hunt, hunter stands that you would use for like a deer stand. They're up high like that. So he was scared of the people being up high and he was just very kind of looking around and very unaware and unsure of what was going on. It was his first time um, competing in an environment like that because you compete indoors in a coliseum with other people around and watching. And I decided to just kind of take my time with the obstacles. And we still honored the competition by trying to canter between the obstacles. But he was a little bit nervous on some of them. So he did some trot. But he did all of the obstacles. They had a really scary bridge. They had this big um, kind of mogul and kind of drop that he had to go up. And he went over really, really nicely. He, he really trusted me to do all of the obstacles, the back through, the side pass, everything he did. Really awesome. I was so proud of him that he did everything so well and had a respectable time as well. I think our time was in the four minute range and the winning rounds were I think around three and a half minutes. So we weren't too far off the mark and our points, we finished with 72 points and the horse above us was at 76 points. So we were really pretty close to the competition so I felt pretty good about that heading into the final round and on the final round on the Sunday for the top 10 they had a really tough course set and the very first obstacle was going to be a four-wheeler ATV thing um, towing one of those fake cows that moves that you have to rope I'm like okay my poor little Mustang he's never seen one of these moving cows before he's still a little bit nervous of vehicles not so much when they're in front of him but when they're behind him and I just thought for this poor little green mustang that would be a really tough challenge for him to start off the pattern and I knew that my goal for him going into the class was going to be for him to feel really relaxed I wanted him to feel like he could do his job and that he could accomplish all the obstacles and that we could do all of our canter and get all of our canter leads and just be very successful in that sense. So I asked them, I said, look, my horse is a lot more green than these other horses that are here. Can you please not have this 
vehicle moving. Just let the cow, the fake cow be stationary and I'll rope it stationary and then that way I don't set him off to be more anxious in the ring already because he was already scared of the first round uh, with the tall judges stands and stuff like that. I thought let's let's try to have this one be really successful. We're not trying to win at this point. We know it's not a realistic expectation so there's no point risking upsetting his uh, confidence or, or making it any more challenging for him than it needs to be. So we go into our round and we roped the stationary cow so we, it wasn't moving for us which was great. And I actually caught the cow, which was even more impressive, I think, because my roping skills are not always the best. And then uh, he was such a a trooper. So we went in and he went up the bridge and we had to go over a drop that had this vines kind of hanging from it. And he just went through it, didn't even ask me any questions, just went right through it. And where I could tell that he was a bit nervous is, for example not in the competition ring his canter transitions are very crisp and very good he does his flying changes and when we got to this one obstacle we had to do a canter circle within the obstacle and I knew he was very capable of doing it but he trotted the lap because he was just a little bit too nervous to grab that canter so I had him he trotted the circle and I said you know what we're going to take the time to pick up our canner and we're going to do that circle again and this time we're going to get it at the canner and so we did we we spent the extra seconds to get that full canner circle because it was important to me that he get his canner leads and that he realized he can canner confidently in that ring and and get all of those spots and he totally rocked a whole bunch of stuff he went over those drops he did the side pass I twirled the spinny thing which had rocks in it and clanked and made some noise he even went over the narrow bridge which some of the other horses struggled with and didn't even manage to get over we got to the tarp drag and he was a little bit scared of the tarp drag but instead of just kind of pushing forward I turned him and had him walk over the tarp to just build up his confidence and then continue dragging it so that way he wouldn't be scared of it as we went forward so I took the time to add those extra seconds to, to get on, set him up for those success in the future of him being super confident. Whereas if I was trying to win, I would have just grabbed the tarp and he would have been scared and maybe run from it a little bit, but I would have used that speed to my advantage to go forward. But I thought, no, I want my horse to be really, really confident. And so we'll, we'll focus on that for today instead of the potentially higher placed ribbon if we just went forward. And he jumped we had to do these in and out jumps where they were bounces where they jump and take off and jump and take off and I think there was a row of four or five jumps and he did all of them clearing them all he was super fantastic and uh, the side pass everything he was just so good at it and we got into this little pen we had to go through this brush which he was super awesome at and we had to do a canter figure eight with flying lead changes and again he was a little bit too nervous and he was trotting when he was supposed to be cantering so I just did an extra figure eight circle to make sure we got our canter and showed both of our leads which helped to build up Elon's confidence a little bit more to be like hey like you can do this rather than just leaving on um, the trotting note so our time was a little bit longer we were still in the in the four minute range or it might even been slightly less than four minutes we were still pretty fast but I took the time because I recognized we're not winning today so I was really proud of him because he did all of the obstacles and I was able to get him to do all of his canners all of his correct leads he did all of those little pieces 
and really walked away with, I think, a really great round. And his time was pretty respectable too. It's not like I was in there for an extra couple of minutes to work through these different things. I think our time was only maybe uh, 30 seconds or so longer than the, the next person. So not that much extra time to help boost his confidence even more. And the exciting thing is that hopefully they will do more of these extreme cowboy races that are just an open Mustang class because then I can keep Elon and we can keep working on these skills and come back and do it again next year. And I do think that having an open Mustang class showcases the breed a lot better than when you have a green Mustang class. So I think that's important because watching those other Mustang partnerships, like we were up against Roberto with his black mare of seven years and some of these other horses that had been off for a couple years as well, they were amazing to watch and they really showcased the Mustang breed really really well. So I think it's a great class to have. The, the reason why they ended up opening it up was because they didn't have any entries. So um, I think it was me and only one other person that qualified based on the original rules. And uh, I think, and she ended up finishing sixth place. It was uh, Kat Zimmerman was the other one that would have qualified under the same original rules. So they um, they changed it to open it up to more people, which I understand. I just wish I knew before I went down. But um, at the end of the day, I think it's a, a great thing to showcase the success of the Mustangs. And Elon did fantastic, did all the obstacles and stuff like that. And uh, hopefully I'll still have him for next year. And they'll have another open class that I can take him to. And we'll be able to have those performance moves and have that confidence to go at that faster speed and to go into the ring and, and do those types of things just means that I'll have to keep training this year and try to get him out to some more opportunities some more shows and get him to a place where he's really confident doing those kinds of things but I'll post the video on the YouTube channel so make sure you check it out at Harmony Horsemanship on YouTube and you can take a look at Elon's race where he does uh, super well and goes over a bunch of the obstacles at the end of the day it's about recognizing are you competing with your horse to win is your horse ready for that and if not then making sure you understand how to make it a positive schooling experience for your horse so that way you're not sacrificing your horse's confidence for the sake of a ribbon as always guys enjoy the journey have fun with your horse Thanks for listening to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. Remember, you can always check out more great free resources and other information at HarmonyHorsemanship.com or check me out on my personal website, LindsayPartridge.com. That's Lindsay with an E, Partridge.com or HarmonyHorsemanship.com. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now.